This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Arbuchu Kaisai deals with the, um, this is the parasha where a lot of Hishonim find the place to discuss Chavainish. And it is something which is quite um, problematic in the sense that the parasha is quite clear about Tzachar and Onish being something in this world. The Torah starts and says, I mean, as clear as can be, if you do the right thing, and so on and so forth, and uh, everything will go well. On the other hand, if you don't do the, um, the, the mitzvahs, things will be terrible and bad. That's as, that's as explicit as can be that the Tzachar and Onish are all part of Olam Hazer. It's Olam Hazer stuff. So we're going to... So we're starting to talk about this as a, a topic. And the first piece is the Rambam, who discusses what Tzachar is and what Tzachar isn't, and so on. Me'acha Shenoida. This is a Rambam here. Me'acha Shenoida. Shemat Noschor Shal Mitzvah Vatoiva Sheniskela Ishamana Dach Hashem HaKosu Vatoiva Yichayim Haba Rambam says, once the Ramam bases the fact that the Scharn Onesh is something which is Olam Haba. And it says, implies something which is past the days that we have. It's an extension of years. So he says, also, the bear that they get, is chorus. So Ramam Shita, that it is a total chorus. So the Ramam is bothered by the question, Everything that the Torah talks about is only this worldly things. <coughs> so he says, first of all, all of these happen and will happen the way it says. When we do mitzvahs, we get olam hazadika reward. We're using the word rewards with um, quotation marks. So these things are true. It's not not true. So what is it? So Ramam says, those good things are not the the matan schar of the mitzvahs. But reward and punishment in the sense of being the end goal and the final um, point on the journey of mitzvahs and averis is not what it's talking about. Ready? Yes. I mean, the lashon sof matan schar and sof. Nakama, does that mean that it is the schar? Is this not the, the complete schar? I, I, I think the emphasis more that this is, this is not the end. You know, it is, he's going to explain what, what it does, but it's not, it's not going to, this is not the, the, the schar of the end. I, I think he, the emphasis is more that the end is such a tachos rather than saying that there's, there's a few stages of schar. That's, that's what I think, because we'll see as we go on. Elekahu echekotvar. A person who does what it says, and he 
he um, understands it. I want to stop on this a second, that's not his main point, and um, reaffirm a certain point in the Rambam. The Rambam says, if you do what's written in it, fine. But that's not enough. That's not actually the point. Now, the, um, the, the, the Ramam is saying over here, this is Ramam's sheet all along, it, um, a person's, the schar we get in Olam Haba really depends on our, uh, what's the right word for it, the, w- our, uh, the way we've molded our person. In other words, our understandings of what's right and wrong. <coughs> and I, I, I want to sort of emphasize, the word understanding is not how good of a thesis can I write on it, how good of a dissertation can I do, how well can I argue it, how many proofs I have for it. That w- the problem with that is that it would leave somebody who's less of a kishin with less of a haba, and that's not true. Um, and, and it also does seems to be a drop removed. Um, there, are many, there are many pretty bad people who are who can uh, very eloquent, eloquently um, the, the riot say is talk about anything. What it means is the values of the Torah are, have they become your fundamental understanding of what's right and wrong? Do you recoil from Xela? Do you recoil from Trefer? In other words, the data we talk about here is the person's fundamental perception of things. And that's a process of thinking about it, and each person according to his own das, each person according to the arguments, the, the, the thought processes that make it part of him. The point is a good person is not only someone who's done good, but someone who thinks good, believes good, he, he, he honestly believes that doing good to others is what's good. It's something that's him. And, that, and that's why, and the Rambam says, if you do what it says in the Torah, v'yodo dea gemura, and it's become completely assimilated into your conscience, would be the much better description, then the Rambam haba. And once again, he reiterates, l'fi goedl maise v'yuchach masai, Okay, now he says, there's another point. If we do Torah, if we're fulfilling Torah, and this are all things that create problems and a person can't progress, HaKadosh Baruch will take that away, via, will give it to us, will take away all the bad things, sorry. Um, we will have the time and ability to sit and do the right things. 
וכן אומר בתורה אחר שהבטיח תוזר למהזה וצדוק את ילך. So the Rambam says that the brachas and the kolalas are sort of an interim stage whereas where the good the good that comes to us when we do good is not there as a schus in its own right it's not there something to say okay that is what you work for but rather it's there to make the conditions easier to do um, I, I want to sharpen it a drop and to try to give it more of a more of a flavor uh, what and why um, the Gemara says, "Schar mitzvahs by Almaleka." There's no schar in this world for mitzvahs, meaning this world doesn't contain in itself the 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 type of material that could possibly be a schar for mitzvahs. Uh, mitzvahs are ruchnistige things, and any schar that gashmis doesn't just doesn't match up. Um, it's like, uh, I mean. Uh, a, a kindergarten teacher has a little box of different things that she gives out as prizes. Those things have no place in the world of grown-ups. Um, somebody pulling a, a quick deal through, and then when we pull out the kindergarten box, they give one of the possible prizes. We're, we're just not in the same world. No, no shaykhs. But the value of this world, you know, the essence of this world is the means to accomplish something in the world and therefore when we have better tools that is a schar in this world uh, let's give a muscle somebody works in a factory and he, he does a lot of piecework he works on piecework and gets paid by the piece and he's a very effective and efficient worker and the boss likes it so one of the things the boss might do is give him the new equipment that comes in to run it because it's a, it's a win-win situation. He's effective and efficient. It'll be multiplied greatly by new equipment. He'll win by it because he can do even better. And the boss wins because he gets the work done. So when a person is doing something, is working in this world and he's accomplishing, the schar in this world could only be a way to accomplish still more. I, I want to add uh, something I think is sort of hidden within the Rambam. The Rambam says w- w- the condition for doing, for getting this is Shem nasa oisa b'simcha u'betu v'snefesh If we do it b'simcha and, and with joy and so on. Now, the Rambam has come up a pasik. Again, the Chachat says, "Tasas v'atas kechav simchok to vleivav," and so on. So, so the Rambam is incorporating that into the condition. But I, I want to. So that's why the Rambam says, I, "I want to add why I think that, that the process works that way." Um, if let's take an example. Let's say a mother works hard to make lunch for the kids or supper, and a kid really appreciates it. He enjoys it. it. It's a stimulus for the mother to make better stuff. He's still better, but more effort because it's being appreciated. Let's say the kid's not appreciating it. The mother worked hard and made some great fish, and the kid spits it out. 
the mother worked hard and grilled, I don't know, chicken or whatever it was, and the kid sort of dabbles on it, leaves it over, eats it, doesn't say thank you, no, it doesn't appreciate it. So a, 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 an appropriate mahalak would be to stick this peanut butter sandwiches for a week, and then the kid will say, you know, you know, I had, I had something great going, and I blew it. The lack of something becomes depreciation. When a person does avodas Hashem, when he does mitzvahs and, 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 and learning the simchov to blevo, so, so, so that's a sense of appreciating it, wanting it, knowing that this is right for him, knowing how, how, how much it gives him, so fine. So the person, so that's a stimulus to give more to the person. If the person doesn't appreciate it, the Akashvah takes away. And then a person begins to appreciate what he had and what he lost. So the Rambam, so, so sort of in this process, when a person, it, it's, it's not only not doing it that shows you that you don't want to do it and, and this, should be, this should happen. If the person does it in a grumbling type of way, in a way it shows he doesn't appreciate it, Akash Baruch Hu says, okay, let's see you appreciate it. And you see it a lot of times, you know, you hear the stories about how people want well, Mason Nefesh in some sort of in a prison camp or whatever it is to, to put on film once and they went through great lengths to do it and then and then yet you have um, and then when people have the time and the freedom to do it, we do it very perfunctionally and sort of grumble a bit and that's it. So um, it, it's, it's also the appropriate tool for trying to realign the person. <coughs> okay. Then he says, <laughs> We get involved in Shtusim. Um, so one of the, uh, so the Ramam explains here, one of the reasons why people do bad is because they become very fat and content with Maza. Like it says that, uh, you know, your bayat only from fat and so on. So what Akash Baruch Hu does is he withdraws all that good. Akash Baruch Hu creates that. Akash Baruch Hu takes away the Hazard because a lot of times that's what stopped the person from doing what's right. So, the bountifulness of, of a Gashmias can either make the person very energized and then it becomes a feedback to do more and more, or it can become a source that a person should leave it and then a Kaddish Baruch Hu it, it takes it away so that we come back to it. But really? Yes. The Rambam's lesson doesn't seem to suggest that it's Kadesha Yov de Rishon, not Kadesha Yaksir Bachuba. I don't think it, it says, Umevelem Kolaros Ahamazak Yov de Rishon. You're right. The, the Ram, I'm sorry. The Rambam's lesson is that they're doing it, that he's doing it as, as a way to. Um, as a way to finish off the process of, of uh, you know, to take away the chance from them 
to do uh, to do tshuva and so on. It would be in line with the Ramam speaks about parallel about taking away bechira and so on. You're right. I'm sorry. The Ram does seem to say that. Nimtza. So the Ramam sums up. Pures kolaysan brasa kozadechzu. That's how we explain the the whole mahalach of the brachas and klolos. Imavadet nashem esim koshmartim darkoi mashpiel lechem abrochas elu umarchik akolz mikem atzitu pnimus chagatorasikva. If we are over the shemesim chagadosh baruch who gives us brachas, takes away the klolos, so we have the time and the ability to do it. Um, and then you have a double world, this world and the world to come. Um, and if you leave HaKadosh Baruch Hu and you get involved in Meichel and Mishnah and Znus, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes Dolm Haz away from you and you also don't have not this world, not the world to come. Right, so the Rabbi says it's sort of a double whammy. We either have both or nothing. Then the Rambam adds, this is, the Rambam says, Why is it that we look forward to Moisam Mashiach? We want to be let alone by the Umasoilam. In this, it calls man, we're not the truth of Mashiach, we're going to um, have a... Um, we're going to have uh, the, 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 the we have impediments and tsaris by the very nature of being in colors. When we are misbelled from Mashiach is that we should be left alone. In the days of Mashiach, das and chachmemes will increase. Shenema kemol aretz deyas Hashem. In other words, so if we ask ourselves, why is it, how do we sum up what it is that we're looking for in the Tkufas of Mashiach? We're, we're looking forward to Mashiach and so on and so forth. So the answer that's usually given is half the answer. The answer is to they should free us from all our tsaris and tsar and so on and so forth. Uh, definitely a good thing to be freed of all the tsaris and tsar to Golas. But Kalei never sees tsaris and tsar as an end to itself, uh, uh, the freedom from that. The freedom is to do something. In other words, th- th- the end result is not just to be. The end result is in order to accomplish what we want to accomplish. See, Moses HaMashiach is the era when we can accomplish without the external distractions of even the Yitzhahara possibly, like just But the point is that the person in the self attain what he's trying to attain. I want to add, it doesn't mean that it's easier, it's less humble, but there's a big difference. A person is plowing a field and, well, let's take a, a modern example for that. A person has um, a company is producing widgets so one person works very hard selling the stuff. One person works very hard meeting the demand. You know, he's got such a warm demand fit, he's got to ratchet up the production and make sure he gets a living and so on and so forth. Another person is working very hard fighting lawsuits. Now, uh, it is tremendous satisfaction working hard to, to ratchet up production. There's no satisfaction in 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 working hard to fight lawsuits, 
Unless obviously you have a law firm. But other than that, that would be sort of ratcheting up production. But but there's no there's no hana in the in the um, you know in, in, in the taking away problems. The, where we're living now, the vast majority of our energy, even it means that we spend the vast amount of our time doing something which really shouldn't be necessary. We're reinventing the wheel. We should have had the food delivered to us. Instead, we have to produce it, spending 85% of our time doing that. So the Moisa Mashiach, what, what are we looking for, Moisa Mashiach? We're looking for the ability to reestablish our lives for the purpose that it's meant to be, which is to be Mar Bedas Chach Memes. He says, the Melech HaMashiach will be wise in Shlomo. He'll be a Navi on this close to Hashem. He will teach them the way of Hashem. I want to stop a second and and just um, and just reflect on something. The Ramam presents our vision of Mashiach. The, 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 the vision of uh, your vision of Mashiach tells you a lot about who you are and what you are. The Umas Olam, the Gruim Shabahem, the vision of Mashiach is a vision of a great warrior fighting the war, establishing uh, victories. They they revel in the in the in the in the fight, in the glory, in the battle, in the victory, the triumph, all of that. That's Gruim Shabumos. The Motayim Shabumos picture Melech Hamashiach coming to a world where everything is calm, peaceful, and quiet, and everybody leaves a life. As interesting as, fulfill, as fulfilling as a simple shepherd, and that's it. Little lambs. No, you know, basically the person is 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 is. The, it's it's. Listen, it's by far better to have sheep to you know to to to, to shepherd and um, and little lambs than it is to slaughter people. But not terribly fulfilling to reduce a person to the level of of, of an adult sheep. In other words, he's the sheep leader. The Ramos vision is that a person's we want to be smart, enlightened, understanding, depth of connection. We're frustrated because we have to spend so much time on, on other things. Melech HaMashiach is the one that will teach, that will just understand. So it's, it's an extraordinary vision. And the Fikach Yilamit Kolomit Hashem. The Kaleisel will become one big base Medrash. Our vision of, of, of Mashiach's times is a big base medrash. We have a call Meshomo. All the Goyim will come to hear him. A world of people who are understanding the truth. And then the Ramam says, But the real Tov that, that is eternal is Olam Haba. It's this world. None of the natural laws will change when Mashiach comes. Ella, Shamal The only thing that will change is we will get back our um, our monarchy, which means Kol So it comes out that we have a very uh, we have a very skewed view when people speak about Mashiach. They, 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 they a on the one hand they 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 project that Kufa 
or things will be radically different in, in the physical world. That's not true. Secondly, they predict also, they, they also just, they think of it as being everybody is good and everybody has money and everybody is settled. But no, the, the vision is a huge base measures covering the world from one to the other end and everything else taking care of itself. Like the only job missing in the yeshiva will be executive director possibly. Everything else will be there. It'll be big kolo and, uh, and uh, yeshivas and, and that's it. It's a very extraordinary vision. Um, and, and it means that people like to say, you know, whatever problem you have, say, oh, Mashiach will come, Mr. Hashem, everything will be okay. Yeah, but Mashiach comes, everything is learning, thinking, understanding, and so on. Okay. The next piece is Ramban. It says, V'tam v'shalachti b'soychem, Shetiyah hanagosi b'chem e'forsemes, Kimelach mishalach b'kerem achneu masbitam kol tzorchem. V'zeo derati v'abriz kipshutan v'emes v'yasem v'adai. So what it means is, the bottom line of the B'chuk Kaysai is, it will be apparent to everyone where Amashem. But all the good that HaKadosh Baruch has promised here is more uh, the demonstration that Kali Yisrael Dama Hashem than any particular Shachar Now he's bothered the same question, why don't have not mentioned? V'lo hizke akosa becomes Chakim on the first world of Manish Shamos, v'lo hava kosa meisim, ki ki yumon mechuyer b'derech ha-yetzir ha-kvashvashti b'krisis. V'ho'oynesh hu shemachis ha-chayavon shbem v'ashar kula v'skayim v'b'sayitzhashim. Someone says he's an extraordinary Kiddush, and, and I just want to follow his thinking pattern. He says like this, you, you need to tell people things that are not obvious. For instance, if somebody's traveling on a road and he sees a sign that says deer crossing, so we understand the purpose of the sign, the information. If somebody's driving on a road and, he, and, and there's a sign that it says cautious, there are other cars on the road also. So the person will start trying to figure out what exactly does that mean. It's, it's not true, it's, it's very true, but, but it's the obvious. In other words, the Torah is telling you that which is not obvious. Now, the schar of Olam, um, the schar of Olam Hava for the Nishpashas, the schar in the sense that they're eternal, which is the way the Rambam writes as being the main point of the schar, is that it's, it's, it's a good that has no hefsik and it's, it's eternal. He says that's innate to an ishama. An ishama is a thing that doesn't cease to exist. It's, it's, it's ruchnius. So, so there wouldn't be any chiddush. The chiddush is that in this world, a, 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 um, a person who is a ruchniistic person have it better is weird. Like, in the world where chesed and emes are realities, so the schar of mitzvah is evident. But in this world where potatoes and tables and muscle are realities, there's no, um, there's no rhyme or reason why a, a, a nice krishma should bring about better crops. That's a chiddush. That's where we have the, the, the Torah says, the Torah is telling you the Dvar Chiddush Dafke in this world, because that's the only place where it is a Chiddush. So he's saying an extraordinary point over here. He's saying the Torah is there to tell you what is Mechudush. The Chiddushim are in this world 
only. The Torah doesn't tell you what's going to be in Olam Haba, because in Olam Haba, um, the, the, the eternity of Nefesh is by definition, since a Nefesh is something Ruchni and Echelkalakai, it is of nature not given to disintegrate or to fall apart. Okay, one more piece of Rebbeinah Bechaya here. He also speaks about um, about the same question. They all address the same question. He says, the Torah works as follows. Things that are ruchnius, neshamadek, and so on and so forth, are too refined to mention words. Whatever you say about Om Haba, the people sit and eat and enjoy it, and you can't use any really words to do it. So the Torah must describe it on a physical level. And the Torah then expected you to extrapolate and to understand that which is the Ruchnistik Aschar from that which is the physical Aschar. So in other words, the Torah doesn't the, the Torah doesn't tell you anything which A, cannot be spelled out in words, cannot be understood by most people, and the reason why it can't be understood is because we're physical. And everything we understand, we can only understand physical realities. So for the vast majority of people, um, the, the word Ishar al could not be described. What the Torah instead does is it has a double layer. And so Rabbi Chaim speaks about the, the Luchas and Mishnayim and so on and so forth. The 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 the, um, the, the Torah speaks about things that are that are true, and it expects the more refined thinker to understand the truth in Olam Haba, extrapolated from this truth in Olam Haza. That's what the Torah is trying to do. Yeah. Maybe there's a pasuk in Navi that about so is, is that Maruma's yes. in the, the Gemara Torah? says Kol and then there's a whole series of possibilities and this is what he says here he quotes it so I guess a Navi needed and the Maral explains why a Navi needed some muscle so Without that muscle, you couldn't possibly convey it. A Navi needs words, pictures, something. Um, Olam Haba is beyond that. So the Torah couldn't have said it, and only Derech Remiza from Olam Haba. But couldn't the Torah have said something to the effect of the Navi has said, said that? I'm not going to tell you what this is, but it's something that's beyond description. That's Torah Shabbat We need mm-hmm. to understand what we can understand from what's there. The Torah, mm-hmm. Shabbat Peh, is not a Okay, we'll hold it.